And what was the other part of it? I don't Intermittent fasting. I'm a keto, ketotarian fast, intuitive ketotarian faster. There we go. Yeah, like, like that's a long name. Welcome to the Deep Dietitians podcast, where Michelle and Lucy having raw and honest conversations. We want you to eat with confidence and feel empowered to take on your life without obsessing over food. Welcome back to the Deep Dietitians podcast, lovely listener. We are here to talk to you today about a quick reminder of something that came up in social media. I don't even know, what would you call it? Like nutrition, pop culture a little bit, Michelle? Yeah, I I think definitely like the nutrition world, but also, yeah, yeah, I would call it pop culture, right? Yeah, I think so. So will you fill us in? Because I'm still a little bit new. I've seen a little bit of it, but fill us in on what's happening, Michelle. I will fill you in as best as I can because I was really counting on you to have oh. this, <laughs> but, but let's jump in. Um, so there is a book out there right now that is being promoted by a celebrity that I guess we'll name here. Is that a, should we yes. name it? I think it's okay. I think at this point, everyone kind of knows everyone knows does these kind of things. So Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, the, the goddess of goop. I don't even know if that's a thing, but if you know, you know, and you can only imagine <laughs> our, uh, our thoughts on that, but that's another conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, she is, it looks like she is promoting a book on intermittent fasting, keto, and intuitive eating. Yes. And I just want to add, it looked like it says ketotarian. So I'm imagining they're also putting some vegetarian veganism in there as well. So just to add, <laughs> just to add to the tab. <laughs> to add to the tab. Yeah. And I, I feel like we, as always, should do like, well, I'll do a disclaimer for us. I don't know at the ins and outs of the book by any means. I kind of just discovered this yesterday and this morning, but I still think we have some valuable points for you guys listening with just things to keep in mind. It's mm-hmm. we're, we're not here to, you know, attack Gwyneth or attack people's different uh, like lifestyles. However, we want to keep you guys nourished, empowered, woke, as I like to call it, mm-hmm. and just kind of, you know, keep you set up for success. So I just yeah. hope everyone knows we're coming from a good place today. <laughs> we are. We just like, our mission is to keep you discerning because social media are just like pop culture. This is like nutrition is always going to be kind of entwined in that. Who knows if that changes, but I don't really see it changing. But what we mm-hmm. want is for you to be able to like navigate this and be discerning when celebrities and people start using things like intuitive eating. It's not a diet, but also it's using terms like intermittent fasting, keto, and vegetarian. I don't really say as much as like a fad diet, but it is something that, well, I feel, I see a lot of people using it as a very restrictive way to eat in like a more diety fashion. Like it doesn't have to be used that way, but people certainly do use it in that way. So that's the goal. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I just posted on Instagram story today, (laughs) didn't plan for the morning ramp, but I kind of (laughs) did. After I saw this, someone shared this post with me about this book and this situation. And I think the goal for both of us is, and, and what I said on story is just a reminder that, you know, it's not about as enraging as it can be when there's like another celebrity promoting this or just like another diet that comes out and it's like so loud and diet culture can be so frustrating unfortunately the reality of it there's always most likely going to be another thing and another thing another thing and it's going to be frustrating so 
the goal I think we both have, like you said, Lucy, for everyone listening is to remind you just to hashtag stay woke, but really meaning be connected to your discernment and Really, again, I think we mentioned on last week's episode being a defensive driver, kind of having your um, detective glasses on, whether or not you're, maybe you read the book and you're a fan of it and you love it and you choose to, whatever, that's fine. We just don't want you to fall victim to a diet or something using the clout of a celebrity to promote their thing and, and mistake that for, Oh, if Gwyneth is promoting it, then it must be healthy and it must be good for me. Like, it's like, (laughs) we just want to kind of in this episode, remind you to be smart. I don't know. Yeah. Be smart. And this is like, I think with everything there's um, at the end of intuitive eating, it's, there's a chapter on like gentle nutrition. That's their last principle. And one term that I really like that they use is called your inner authority. So filtering all Mm. this information through your inner authority, because Mm -hmm anything with health, like there is some truth to a lot of health things, but it's really important that you filter any knowledge that you get through your inner authority. And that looks like asking, how is this affecting me? Like how is even just knowing that there's a book now on intermittent fasting, quote unquote, intuitive fasting affecting me, right? Like, is this making me slip back into like old dieting mindset? Does it really not bother me? Right. Is there anything that I could take away from this, but do I need to not, do I need to follow it, you know, to the T or something like that? So not saying that you need to follow anything in that book or not follow it, but basically it's about filtering it through your inner authority. And that's really based on the foundation of you having knowledge of yourself, your body, your history, your preferences, all that stuff and getting to know yourself and your body and your food. But that's really important. And so I think that's what you're saying, Michelle, is be discerning. There's not like a one size fits all for understanding is like this a fad or is it not a fad? I mean, maybe there is, but understanding how you personally receive it is really important. And like what you personally do with it is also very important. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah, totally. I think it, it goes through that like filter that Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the information, this filter between you and the information and then into you, whether you choose to, you know, use it or not. Um, And that's kind of what we want you to think about. I would just say another reminder too, it's when we hear these books come out or, or when we see these books come out, we hear, you know, celebrities promote certain things. We also mm-hmm. want to remember that, you know, just because something is in written word or said or heard or whatever, that doesn't, number one, unfortunately mean it's factual. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I don't know the author. Apparently he is a true functional medicine doctor again not really here to debate like whether or not it's it is it's out there it is what it is however one we want to just keep that in mind too like is this really true what I'm reading and is Gwyneth's word really true the claims that they're making in addition to that we want to remember too the most important thing is that really true for me and like with my health okay so they're saying intermittent fasting does X, Y, and Z. Maybe that is true. You know, there's a study to back up anything these days, yeah, right? True. On, and on, on any side of the spectrum. Yeah. So just because you read and they're like, oh, well, I read the study and it says like, yada, 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 yada. And it was effective by 10%, whatever it was. But we also want to say, hey, person, me, intermittent. Okay. So even though there's this clout about it, or there's statistics, I have a history of an eating disorder. I have a history of disordered eating. 
Was that factored in there? No, it wasn't. So even though it might say intermittent fasting was effective for your health or whatever, we also want to consider what's going on in ourselves and in our ecosystem. That might not be a good fit just because it's in written word in a book by a doctor and then, you know, promoted by Gwyneth Paltrow. And I think that's where most people go haywire and and forget Mm -hmm. that like, oh yeah, but yeah, but I heard that cures diabetes, like, you know, and it's just like, but okay, that's great. Maybe it did, or maybe it worked for them. But, but for you personally, maybe that's the worst thing that you can be doing when we really take a a look at your personal Mm -hmm. life and and your health and mind, body, and soul. Mm -hmm. That's my thing. I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are with, with that's literally it. Like, I mean, that's not everything, but like, I can't second that enough because that's what people I think don't bring into account, especially when people are bringing in the numbers of science. And then it's like, we feel obligated to do this thing because of the culture. <laughs> and there's all this, like, you know, that's all this hype around it. It's like, obviously it's backed by science. I have to do it. And no, you don't like, you really don't have to do it. And that's the power of knowing yourself and knowing your history and knowing, is this going to make me feel like I'm on a diet and push me back into, into disordered eating? Like, is this actually going to work for me? Is it going to work for me? You know? And so that's super important. And I think it is really important to bring up that most studies that look at diets, they don't really look at the long-term effects. They don't look at the psychological effects and they don't look at the effect it has on disordered eating patterns or eating disorders. So I think that is really important to just bring up, but Mm -hmm. I think also like to get clear when it comes to anything like that is like just looking at also your intention behind it. Cause maybe like, I think the intention behind it, I always talk about this, but it is really important why might you be holding on to this? Like, if this does seem really alluring to you, like, why is that, you know? And maybe there is something truly that needs to be seen there. It's like, is there something that you do want to be changing about how you're approaching your body, food, et cetera? This may not be the best way to do it, but there might be like a true, like good natured um, or well-intentioned place inside of you. That's like something needs to change, but I don't know what it is, but looking at your intention. So that's one thing. But the other thing is like, I think just as a disclaimer, because intuitive eating, I think is catching a lot more hype and buzz right now. And I think it's really important to understand that at the basis, intuitive eating is about rejecting diet culture and rejecting diets. So when it's combined with something, especially with the words keto or intermittent fasting, (laughs) it's really probably not intuitive eating. And it may seem like it's safe, quote unquote, if you have had a history of disordered eating or anything like that, or an eating disorder, it may not be the best road for you to go down. So that's just one of those things just to like, again, be discerning. It might, they might have great things in there to say, I don't really know one way or the other, but it's not intuitive eating because it you would not find. Yeah. Like that's literally principle one is reject diet culture. So you wouldn't be finding that combined. That's like one thing I do want to say. Anything to add? No, I love that you brought that up because I, I mean, I can imagine the outrage right now with people who really practice intuitive eating in and, you know, teach that guide people, you know, and coach people with, you know, really following those principles. And, you know, I was just saying that I was saying to my friend just now, it's a shame because 
I think the like intuition and intuitiveness and like all that's really gaining traction and and not like hype right now in our society. Not to say that's a shame. That's great. We, you know, we want people to be um, intuitive and and in touch and tap more into that feminine side and in all areas of your life. I think it's awesome that we're talking more about that and it's like hitting, making, you know, the media or whatever. However, I think what people don't realize is that there is a I don't know if it's a coin term. I think it is like a copyrighted term, like intuitive eating. Like there's a true definition of that. It's mm-hmm. not just, and I, and I think this book is a little bit misleading in its title to slap on the, the, the words intuitive eating. It's it, to yeah. me, again, we don't know. We haven't read the book. However, to me, it feels like, you know, a, a marketing scheme as well yeah. to oh, look at, it's also intuitive, yeah. but Lucy, as someone who's, you know, an intuitive eating RD and, you know, I would say an expert at what you do, it's remind, you're reminding everyone that, you know, IE would not be <laughs> like yeah. the whole essence and yeah. IE is to not dot, like is to reject yeah. So it it almost might be safe to say that this book and this and this proposal is kind of like a diet in disguise yeah. and it's almost like oh if we slap on intuitive eating into the title yeah it doesn't look as diet culture. I don't know. Yeah. What it's Yeah, it's so true and I want to clarify like I'm not technically trained by the founders of the intuitive eating method, but I actually really want to. That's in the works. Mm-hmm. But I do very much practice intuitive eating with my clients and myself, but yeah, it's really frustrating in that sense to be like, this is like what we're about. It's like rejecting diet culture and to see that as like, oh, like intuitive because it is like, it is very much a buzzword. It's like, oh, right. This is like what people are turning towards. So it is super frustrating because it does seem like a marketing tactic. And the other reason I bring up intention is because I think it's especially when we Maybe there again, like maybe there are great things that you want to practice in there or something like that. But as soon as we like put like a diet to it, it just feels like it's the automatic invitation to stop looking in inward and start looking outward. And not that we can't find guidance outside of ourselves, but especially when it's again another rule book to look at, it's really easy to lose connection with yourself. But as soon as as soon as you label it, but I do want to say like there are times where like everyone fasts, right? Because we go to sleep and you're probably not eating when you're sleeping unless you have a sleep disorder or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. But as soon as we like put this label to it, like, again, it kind of like takes us out of our own, what feels good for us. You know, like I'll say this to clients is like, I'm not technically vegetarian, but I eat meatless meals. Right. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. intermittent fast, but there are days where, yeah, like, sure. I'll go like over 12 hours without eating because maybe I slept in one day, like it's the weekend. And I happen to go technically to intermittent fasting time. Do I follow intermittent intermittent fasting? No, I don't do that, right? But there's still ways that you are listening to your body. So as long as you're listening to your body first, I don't Mm -hmm. know, it's just like, we can't go wrong, but it's really easy to like, want to like tune in and be part of the hype of this type of diet. Totally. Yeah, a hundred percent. You said a couple like really important things that I just want to backpedal and highlight. I think the labeling, right? Like, mm-hmm. cause I do want to acknowledge that people are like, Hey, but like me, that catches my eye because I am looking for structure. I am looking for guidance. And I think that's fair because nutrition can be really confusing and yeah. chaotic and disruptive and painful in our lives. And it's something we do every day. So if we see this book on the shelf or any diet book, 
it feels like, oh yeah, this is certainty or some kind of structure. This is going to pull me away from the pain that I'm feeling right now. So that's understandable. I think what we're just kind of forewarning and, you know, gently reminder is sure, maybe it is helpful for you. However, you know, in the ideal situation, we would say that find that structure from something, a source that's more credible um, Mm -hmm. so that you're not led astray with, you know, the restrictions and just doing things for your body and for your health that might not only not be helpful and effective for your physical and mental health, but, you know, might even be do more damage. That's what we really want for you. We're not, I'm not here promoting I mean, I kind of am to, to go, if you're looking for structure to go to a professional, like a registered dietitian or to read a credible source written a book written by someone who's whatever. Anyways, I I guess I'm just acknowledging the people who are listening, who are like, but yeah, but I kind of like those things because it has structure and I am confused. So then what am I supposed to do other than turn inward? And I, I guess I just want to say to those people, it's not about necessarily don't go get the structure and the help that you need. We just want you to like avoid doing more damage by thinking that, you you know, books like that is going to have the answer. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say like, yeah, it's about like, there's never a one size fits all approach. So it's like, kind of like a buffet, like take what you need, but filter it. Like if you're going to find structure outside where it's like eat three meals a day, great. Awesome. By the way, there's no right amount of meals to eat in a day, but maybe you practice that. And then you take stock of how it makes you feel. Are you feeling like super hangry between meals? Maybe that's like, oh, great. Maybe it's time to add a snack between meals. Right? So if you have structure, make sure that you're still adapting. So if Maybe like for me on the weekends, if I'm like waking up late and it's technically intermittent fasting, that feels really good. But on a weekday when I get up early and I have to wait to eat until like, I've never actually done that. But if I had to wait to eat until like 11 a.m. or 12 p.m., I would not be happy girl. I would not be happy girl. I would not be functional. I don't right. even know. And, it, and if you had that label on yourself that I'm intermittent fasting and I'm following this book and like, then not only would you not be a happy girl, you'd also feel really bad about yourself if you broke the fast because you slapped a label on yourself, right? So I think that that was the other point. Sorry to to interrupt you there. I just wanted to highlight. Yeah, no, I wanted to say what you said before is so true. And I think that's the other thing that is kind of like a negative of following some of the diet books or just diets in general, right? Mm -hmm. Is that the labels and the, you know, the guidelines feel safe until they suffocate us. Right. And then they backfire. So, you know, it's like also what you said, Lucy, like when people are like, Oh, are you a vegetarian? You're like, well, I I don't really identify with either, but yeah, I mostly don't eat meat, but I also eat meat when I want to. So I would, I can't second that enough. I even say to some of my clients who have um, food sensitivities, not to say that, oh, I can eat whatever, but in our, to, to kind of play that mind game with ourselves, like stop identifying as like, I am, you know, gluten free, even if you really are, but like what it's like this mind thing. Cause guess what? Most humans gluten free or not what it, they end up eating a little gluten here and there. But, but when we, when they slap that label and they're telling everyone about it, on themselves the when they do have gluten like they go all overboard right like (laughs) and it's it's a similar concept of when we a reason why I think diets you know kind of screw us over is because those labels they feel safe until they suffocate and then they and then you sabotage Mm. so it's another reason I think 
sure, maybe you get, you take and leave from some of these diet books, but I would refrain from like, identify. first of all, that's a long ass name. No, but like it's, I'm intuitive, <laughs> I'm an intuitive ketotarian. Um, what was the other part of it? I don't Intermittent fasting. I'm a keto, ketotarian fast, intuitive ketotarian faster. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Like, like that's a long name, but I don't know. I, I just hope that as your registered dietitians and your deep dietitians here, we're just reminding you that you can absolutely feel better in your body, feel better about food, make positive changes in your lifestyle. And it doesn't have to be by following a diet book or by following a diet um, or by slapping a label on yourself and calling yourself a vegan or a vegetarian. You can do it in other ways that feel better and that are probably going to serve you a lot better. Yeah. So I, I feel like that that among that along with the hashtag stay woke, don't let Gwen yeah. and her at you was like the, yeah. the main message oh my um, that I wanted to share that we yeah. wanted to share. I don't know. Like I feel like my like if I wanted to share takeaways of someone to like be like, okay, well, like after the hype, after the emotion of the hype of like, oh my God, this is amazing, right? Like because there is a lot of hype, especially when it is a celebrity, then it's like, okay, like if this is really calling to you, what is it that you would want to get out of it? Like what feels or seems appealing to you? Do you want to truly make changes from a good intention, a self-connected place with your inner authority, but don't put a label on yourself, you know, like don't put a label to yourself and don't, don't like make yourself commit to this like plan or something like that, especially without tuning into yourself and looking inward for feedback from your body and yourself, because I love the, the S words that you said, suffocating, well, first it's safety, then suffocating and then sabotaging. So <laughs> I know that diets seem really alluring and really appealing and really glorified and shiny, but like, that's literally, it's like time and time it's a again. false sense of certainty. Yeah. And, and I'll just also share this with you guys too. Like two things, the, the best form of certainty is the one within yourself. So the one within yourself, the connection to yourself and just the ability to, fuel yourself and like really understand how to nourish your body, like be certain of that, right? Like don't be certain that that diet's going to save you. And that on Monday morning, you're going to start whole 30. Like the only certainty that you need when it comes to your nutrition is that you know how to nourish yourself. And if you're still unsure how to do that, you need to make the time and figure it out. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I know that's like yeah. unsexy to say, but like you, I'm, and <laughs> of true. course we're biased, like we're dietitians here, but like, we're also human beings who eat every single day. Yeah. Take the time, ask yourself, do I want 30 days of glory where I feel good doing a diet and whatever, or do I want 365 days and for the rest of my life to reap the rewards of doing some of the work that's going to be uncomfortable, a little bit more time extensive, a little bit, you know, challenging, maybe a slower pace than I want. However, with the, with the payoff of it paying off. So you're not fall. So you're not falling victim of Gwyneth and her goop. Like, like I think coming back to that. And if you're still struggling and still confused, don't, we want you to shift your certainty. So it's within yourself. And just remember I feel like I'm sorry. I'm on a clearly. I'm on a tangent. Love but it. Like the, I'm here for the it. The other, the other thing I want to remind everyone listening to, when it comes to our health, when it comes to seeing progress, nutrition, whatever it is, is that consistency is 
queen. I know it's easier to say consistency is king. Well, either which whichever you identify with, but um, remember that as like an empowerment thing. So again, it's not the diet that's that's queen or king that's going to make the thing. It's really the consistency. Yeah. So you just have to sh- keep showing up for yourself, nourishing yourself. That's what's over time going to leave you with the best results for yourself and yeah. body, mind, and soul. It's not, it's not that you're on the wrong diet or that you're, you know, don't have Gwyneth's latest book. It's that <laughs> where's to, you know, up and down with like doing crap. Oh shoot. My Apple watch is talking to me. That's but anyways, just keep that in mind that it's yeah. not really the the rose colored thing that you need. It's just, bitch, you need to be consistent. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was rough. No, I mean, that's kind of, that out. <laughs> no, I love it because there's, I think that what you said, it's like the certainty you find within yourself, like that's going to be the skill to take away. And I think that a lot of people look to diets for that motivation and the discipline and the drive. And like a diet doesn't give you that. Like, yes, there's a little bit of like honeymoon hype after, you know, when a new thing comes out, but like you give yourself motivation, you give yourself the certainty, you give yourself the discipline to like, listen to yourself. You give yourself the feel good. Like you give yourself those healthy habits, like nothing outside of you is going to give you that you give you that. And I think that's, what's so again, appealing and deceptive about diets and diet culture. It's like, it's like, Oh, well, this will make you finally stick to a diet plan. It's like, no, (laughs) you make yourself do what feels good. Like you are the one who gives yourself motivation. It's not something that's outside of you. It's something that's inside of you because you tune in and say, I actually really liked when I did that thing. I want to feel good. I'm going to do that again. Right. Mm-hmm. Not like I have to show up to do these like specific thing because this is the one right way to do it. That's not sustainable. Like it's so not sustainable. And, and in my um internship, one of the other interns was like, the best diet is the one that you can follow. That was like one of their rotations. And that's truly like, it's about consistency. And I have a little bit of qualms with that, with that saying. Because <laughs> all- but, but if we're thinking about diet too, as like way of eating, like not even yeah. like, you know, what, what exactly. the word diet actually means is just like what you eat. Yeah. But I know I can understand where yeah. the but no, that's a hundred percent true. Yeah. So I like that, that was- thing too. The best thing is the best way of eating is the way that you can see yourself sticking with. Yeah. Like, you know, beyond the rest of your life. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, not for 30 days, but like for life. So this was a good brand. Do you have any other things? I want to keep it short and sweet for our lovely listeners, but do you have anything else to add, Michelle? No, I think I'm going to cut myself off as well, because I think we covered it. We want to keep this short. We just want you to really, you know, again, we're not bashing them per se. We are just reminding you to um, use your discernment, do what's best for you. If you don't even know what that is, ask for help, but really tune in inwards um, first and foremost. For, oh, that was a little lazy. <laughs> first and foremost, sorry. But yeah, no, and just stay awake, stay nourished, stay empowered, and and that's all. I think that's all for, that I have to say. Yeah, that's it. Mic drop. <laughs> stay connected to yourself again, like filtering like that's truly like the certainty comes from within inside of yourself and like the answers come within yourself. And I know that sounds really weird if you don't know really what that means, but truly like go back, listen to this, ask, what is it that that I want to get out of this? Like what seems appealing? You know, what is it that I do want to change from a, like a well-intentioned place, not a like insecure place, but like truly what is actually going to serve you if you need to make a change. So yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yay. Well, thank you guys again for listening and for being here. We know time is one of your most valuable assets. So thank you for sharing your 
car ride or whatever the heck you're doing. Maybe you're cleaning <laughs> your house right now. With, uh, <laughs> walking the dog. That's an I listen walking, to Oh, yeah. Working out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But we will see you guys next time. And as always, like, subscribe, send us a DM on Instagram. We always appreciate the love and we love connecting with you guys. It's true. We appreciate you. We thank you for being here and part of our lovely little community. And um, we will talk to you next time. Bye.